back CD baby. We're gonna see. Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Sunday school. Appreciate our children this morning. Uh, 
we don't really have a lot on our heart this morning, but we're thankful for the day the Lord's blessed us with and just uh, allowing him to be here. And uh, remember our sister churches. I just had some of them pleasant view and uh, some other ones. Randy and Lee's church over there in Muncie, Indiana, and uh, just had some other churches on my mind this morning. Let's remember them, but remember our service here, and uh, just everybody do everything the Lord asked them this morning. I'm asking Brother Taylor to dismiss the Sunday school. We appreciate the opportunity to be in God's house. And uh, our lesson this morning is in the first chapter of Luke. And the uh, Bible, the lesson text starts at the eighth verse. But I want to read a few verses right before that. Uh, the, Fifth, start at the fifth verse. It says, There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abijah, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. Now listen to this verse. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord blameless. 
and they had no child because that Elizabeth was barren. And they both were now well stricken in years. And, uh, but it said they were righteous. And uh, righteousness, and, and, and they were keeping the law pretty good too, but righteousness never come by the keeping of the law. The Bible said the law having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image could never, with those sacrifices made year by year continually, make the comers thereunto perfect. So righteousness didn't come by the law. Righteousness come by grace. And a lot of people say, well, that grace didn't start till 2,000 years. Grace has been in the world ever since the world's been created. When God called Adam in the garden, said, Adam, where art thou? The grace of God, I believe, I believe Adam got the grace of God down in his soul. Now, I can't prove, I can't prove that, but I believe it. And, uh, but anyway, uh, if you remember, and this could, I could be getting ahead of myself on some of our lessons coming up, but uh, when Jesus was born, uh, the angels announced his birth to the shepherds, and 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 they believed them. They they went to and said, "Let us go see this thing that they've made known to us." And uh, so they went and worshipped and returned. And then, then on the eighth day, they took Jesus to the temple to having have do according to the law, because he the Bible said he kept ever ever. Jot never tell the law. He kept it every bit. So they, they had to, they had to do their part when he was little. Like they had to take him to the temple. But when they went to the temple, you remember the uh, the man uh, Simon picked him up, and said, "Lord, now let thy servant depart in peace, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation." And the Bible said the Lord had made known to him by the Spirit that he would not die till he'd seen the Lord's Christ. And a lot of people said, well, they didn't even have the Spirit back then. The Bible says he did. And, and uh, David, when he prayed in the 51st chapter of the book of Psalms, said, Lord, take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Now, I've been, I've been in a place, and I can't I can talk for me. I've been in places before where... I didn't enjoy what God put down in my soul. I I wasn't I wasn't having joy from the Spirit being down in here. But I was I was being condemned by the Spirit being down in here. He was telling me you're in the wrong place. You're doing wrong. You got to get you got to get back where you need to be. And I'm sure every one of us probably had those same experiences. But God has, God's had a people. He's always, he's always had a church. The church didn't just start at Pentecost. Now some things changed. The way they worshiped changed. Some things changed. But the Bible said, in, we had a lesson on Abraham just a while back. 
And it said Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. What did I do when the gospel come to me? I believed God, and it was accounted to me for righteousness by his grace. It wasn't nothing good I done. I ain't never done nothing good in my life. I go through the motions. The best thing I ever done was to obey the Lord when he called me that Sunday morning and I got saved. And I, and I say every Sunday, and I, I, I want to keep repeating that as long as I live, that what happened to me that Sunday morning is the best thing ever happened to me in my life. And I've been here a lot longer than I ever thought I would be. But God's blessed God's blessed me beyond measure just because of that day when I was 15 years old and he saved me. And it came to pass while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course. Now, the way... David had set it up. He divided. He divided the jobs up for the priests, and uh, give them. They all had a certain job to do, and uh, a certain time they done it. And uh, but there was there was so many of them. That according to, according to the common commentary and the. Quarterly, if the if the fellow knows what he's talking about, said John only had to go up to the temple two weeks out of the year to do his job. That don't mean he didn't have to go to church, but to do that job, he just done that two weeks out of the year because there was so many of them doing it. And uh, I don't know about that, but I know the Bible said he was righteous. And that wasn't because he'd done a job. That was because he's saved by the grace of God. And uh, But anyway, uh, so he was doing his job. And if you want anything from God, now God blesses us. God blessed me before I even knew him. I had parents that brought me to church, at least part of the time anyway. And uh, I was I was connected with this church. I had some relatives here and so on, so I uh, but I got in here and got saved. The whole point. And uh, uh, so God's been good to me. The grace of God, the Bible said, the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men. Now, somebody might say, well, that ain't, that ain't come to me yet. God, that, what that's saying, God's got that fixed, and he had it fixed in eternity before the world was ever made. He had it. He had it ma- mapped out all the way down through time, if you want to put it that way. In the mind of God, he had a spot for every one of us 
that the grace of God was going to come to us and give us a chance to get saved. Let us know where we was at and how to get out of there. So God, God had that all fixed from the beginning, from the day, the day that he walked in the garden and said, Adam, where art thou? That was Adam's chance. Till the, the time he come to, to me in, in Albert Street Church over in a little block building and said, Carl, where art thou? He let me know I was lost. And he'll keep on doing that. Every person that's ever been born or ever will be born that, that grows up and to the knowledge of, well, I, I don't want to get into all that, but you, you know what I mean. We'll get a chance. Because we don't come, we don't come to the knowledge of good and evil till God calls to us. Now our parents teach us. There was a lot of things I knew was wrong before God ever called me in here. But the morning God called me, I knew I was lost and on my way to hell. And I knew what it took to get out of that. But anyway. Anybody got anything? So he was doing his job. According to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And uh, if, if we read on down here in a minute, one of these verses. Uh, when Gabriel was talking to John, or to Zacharias, Zacharias, he said, thy prayer has been answered. You want God to answer your prayers, stay where he can use you. Do your job. Uh, I've, I've, I've tried to pray a lot of prayers in my life. And, and if you noticed, I said tried. There's been a lot of times that I've I've seen a need and and tried to pray for it and didn't have didn't have no spirit to pray. And everybody's experienced that. But it, in order to pray, I'm talking. I mean, really pray, not just say some words. In order to pray. The Bible said God's Spirit has to make intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. That's in the Bible. That comes right out of here. God's Spirit has to make intercession for us. I've, I've tried to say a lot of prayers from out of here and that Spirit wasn't in it. And them prayers didn't, didn't get answered. If you want, if you want God to hear you, you gotta, you gotta be doing your job. If I sit home all the time, and I'm able to come to church, and I stay home all the time, I'm not in shape to pray. I'm sorry. I know there's a lot of people claim they 
stay home and pray. And, and, and if somebody's sick or got a problem that they're not able to come, I, I'll go along with that. God, God knows where we're at. And he don't, re, he don't require somebody to come to church that's not able to. But if I'm able and I've got a job to do, God requires that of me. And uh, the Bible said there's no discharge in that war. And that's the war that we're in. I believe if I've got a job to do, God, God holds me responsible for that as long as I'm able to do it. Same with every one of us. The biggest part of our job is to stay close to the Lord, come to church when we can, study and pray. We do those things. God will bless us. And uh, even we get we get to the place where we're not able to do nothing. God will still bless us if 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 our hearts is where they ought to be. Right. Bill said our job is to present our bodies a living sacrifice and, and that's according to scripture and now uh, yeah reasonable and uh, and if we do that God will bless us if, did you ever did you ever come to church and and want to sing a song or, or testify or just do something for God real bad and didn't have it I told this just a few days ago I think but I, we was in a revival over on Albert Street one time it's probably been 60 years ago but I was sitting back in the choir and they make an altar call I think but People coming to the altar, and God was blessing, and I I wanted to do something bad. I was praying, Lord, I I'm ready. I, I give me something to do, and it come to me what Moses told the children of Israel to Red Sea, stand still to see the salvation of God. So I just sat back and enjoyed the service. It wasn't my time. So God, God's got a time, and, and he'll let me know when I need to do something. And uh, a lot of times, have you, ever, have you ever had God come along and tell you, you need to testify? And I'll just use that for an example, whatever your job is. God come along and tell you, you need, to, you need to do this or that or the other. And it's down in here. It ain't up in here. And uh, you say, well, wonder, wonder, sometimes we get it in here, wonder, was that God doing that, or was that the devil trying to get me to mess up? And we'll sit and argue with ourselves till it's gone, if we're not careful. So we, we know when God tells us something. 
I, the day I got saved, and I keep going back to that day because that's the most important day in my life, but the day I got saved, I didn't know God. I knew of Him, but I didn't know Him. But when the, when the gospel come to me, God told me I was lost. I knew God then. I knew that was Him. I didn't have to ask somebody else. I knew God was talking to me. And I've known that ever since. Even when, and I, I go back to a lot of these experiences in my life, even when I've been wrong, I've known that God was talking to me. And I've said this a bunch of times. Some of those times, right at the time, wasn't no fun. It bothered me bad that God was telling me I was wrong. But looking back at it now, them some of the greatest blessings in my life. Because I can look back and God was, God was telling me you're mine even when I was wrong. And I get my heart, when I get my heart right, He still lets me know I'm His. When I'm wrong, He lets me know I'm His. There ain't no getting out of it. I couldn't, I could, I couldn't get lost if I wanted to, and and I'd have to be crazy to to want to. But I couldn't get lost if I wanted to. If I could, I I would have. I've been I'm the greatest failure God ever created, but. He's been good to me. Anybody else got anything? And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. And uh, when, when we're doing something for God, every one of us, if you've got a job to do, or if I've got a job to do, the whole congregation ought to be praying for whoever's doing what. If God, if if they're if they're trying to do a job for God, then we ought to be backing them with everything we got. If God will give us a spirit to pray with, we need to pray for them and help them all we can. And they, so the whole congregation was outside, was outside there praying. And, uh, and there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. Now, uh, back in the book of Kings, uh, there was time that uh, I can't remember who it was, but they they was warring with Israel, and uh, Elisha the prophet was telling the king of Israel every move that they was going to make, and uh, so they was losing they was losing the battles. So that king asked somebody who the traitor was in. 
And they said, we ain't, they ain't no traitor, it's, it's that prophet. Elisha, he's telling the king everything's going on. So he sent an army after him. And they got, his servant got up in the morning, looked out, and they were surrounded. And he said, alas, my master, how shall we do? And Elisha prayed, said, Lord, open the young man's eyes. And he looked, and the hills were full of angels and chariots of fire. And he said, there's more for us than there is against us. There's, there's more for God's people. And, and in, in the book of Psalms, it says, the angel of the Lord encampeth round about them that fear him and delivereth them. How many times? It, it's, we don't know. I, I've thought of this a lot of times. Now, there's, there's a few times that, that I've come close to having some bad accidents or different things, and I know that God, God helped me and I, I got around it or got out of it. But the, I believe there's a lot of times in all of our lives that God stops things from happening to us that he don't want to happen. I believe God takes care of us. Now, there's some things that he allows to happen for his purpose, and I don't understand all about that either. But every everything, the Bible said all things work together for good to them that love the Lord and are the called according to his purpose. Everything. We don't understand it. I don't, I don't understand why uh, people have to get sick or have accidents and all the different things happen to them. I don't understand that. But God has a purpose in it. And he's going to work good out of it. Even, if you remember Job, God allowed, I want you to listen, God allowed Satan to try Job. Satan done all those bad things, but God had to allow it. But how many people? How it's it's unbelievable. We couldn't we couldn't number it because we don't know. But Job has affected the life, or the lives of millions of people. By the struggles he went through and the victory that he come out with. Because he stood for God. His life. Job's one of my big heroes. He went through some things that I, I probably couldn't have held up. I, could, I couldn't have. I'd been saying, I'd probably been saying what his wife told him to curse God and die. Because I'm weak. But Job held on, and he, he's an inspiration to me still yet. And that, that's probably been six or 7,000 years ago. I don't know. But uh, I know Job is still an inspiration. Right. It's hard to understand. 
Anybody got a comment? A lot of times, I wonder sometimes if if some things don't happen, how many people, well, somebody in the church gets bad sick. How many people in the church is praying for them? Everybody. And it, it gets, bad things happen, it gets all of us closer to God and closer together. That's one good thing that comes out of it. God knows the rest. So the angel appeared to him, standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. And uh, every time, if you, you can read in the Bible, when, when angels appeared to, to people, every one of them was afraid. When God, when God, every time God comes to me and gives me something to do, it scares me to death. Now, I'm not afraid I'm going to die or nothing like that. Uh, but just, if we don't worry about getting this thing out of the way, and letting God operate from down here, we're doing the job wrong. I mean, this mind has got a part in everything we do. But if it's got control, we're in trouble. The control has to be from down here. And... Uh, And God, God, God will let me know, and He'll let you know when it's your time to move. Now, by the same token, there's a few things maybe, well, I know maybe about it, there's a few things that we have to do by faith sometimes. Uh, and I try to do that when I'm teaching Sunday school, and I fail miserably sometimes. But we got to try to move by faith because we've got a job to do. The pastor, now listen, I, and, and I'm real proud of our pastor. He, uh, I've, I've heard him several times get up here and say, well, I, I just ain't got nothing. And like Wednesday night, they asked, asked Cooper if he had anything. He said, no. He was the only preacher here. Now, there's times that a young kid like that, and and I'm, I'm tickled to death the way he moves, but a lot of times a young kid like that might get up and try. But sometimes we can move by faith, and sometimes it ain't our time. That's why the Bible said, Watch thy foot when thou goest to the house of God and be more ready to hear than to give the sacrifice of fools, for they consider not that they sin. So if I try to make me up a testimony just because I think it's time for me to do something, then I've done wrong. 
whatever whatever we do for God, we got to do by faith and through the Spirit of God. Anybody got a comment? But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. Now, similar story to Abraham and, and Sarah. They were, they were in their old age when their son was born. God can do what he wants to do. God put us, everyone, I believe, I believe this, God put us, everyone, in the spot we're in, and we were born in the family that we were supposed to be born in, and God, God's operated our life, every life, down through history, he's, he's brought them into the world right where he wanted them. And at the time he wanted them to, the gospels come to him somewhere. I don't understand all about this. When I was in, when I was teaching young people's class, uh, the main question I got asked, and they'd, they'd ask me pretty regular, how did God, how did God reach the American Indians before the white men ever come over here? I said, I don't know, but they talked about the great spirit, so I said, I, I, I know God reached them. He said he would. If, God's, if God said something, you can take it to the bank. If he made you a promise, you can take it to the bank. And, uh, and God don't, God don't, he's not slack concerning his promise, the Bible said. Now, there may, be, there may be some ifs on some of the promises of God. He's promised if, if I'll, he'll bless me if I, if I live for him. And he might, I might run into trouble if I don't. So it, it, pays, it pays us to try to live for God just to best live your life just as clean as you can. Come to church. Pray every, every time God will give you the spirit to pray with. And uh, Albert Smith used to say, if you, if you want to grow, pray, come to church, read your Bible. And if you do those things, God, God will bless you. Now shall have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. And it was, it was, I'm sure it was a joy to John, to Zacharias and his wife when John was born. But John has been a joy to millions of people because of the job that God put him in. I love the scripture where he was baptizing in Jordan and Jesus come walking down 
the bank, and he said, Behold, the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. Pointing to the same person we are today. That's our job. Point to Jesus. And uh, everybody's, not, everybody's not going to accept that. There was a lot of people who didn't accept what John, what John preached, and his preaching got his head cut off. The king didn't like it. All, all the apostles, all, all of Jesus' apostles, except John, died a violent death. And if you remember, John, John was on the Isle of Patmos for the Word of God. He, he'd been exiled. He was on the Isle of Patmos for the Word of God. And they, when they put him over there, they put his eyes out. Them, them men suffered a bunch so that we could have what we've got today. Now, Jesus died that we could be saved, but them men done their job and suffered for it. And, and the church, the church is, being, is suffering a little bit today. Nothing compared to what they did. We get talked about a little bit and, and we're ready to quit. You read, if, if you ever get a chance to read it, get the, there's a book by the title, The Trail of Blood. Read that. that. That comes down through history from the time of the apostles all, all the way down through the dark ages in Europe. And it names names and, and how, they, how they got killed or burned at the stake and all kinds of stuff so that we could have this privilege to stand here in freedom today and have church. God's blessed us beyond measure. We don't have to hide somewhere to try to pray. And uh, that's, been, that's been all of my life. There's a, now, I believe most of my prayers are personal between me and God. And uh, I, I get off by myself a lot of times and talk to God. And I, I, I remember back when I was a kid, we, was, we went down to Kentucky to visit my grandpa and, and uh, my, some of my mom's family. And uh, we was at Uncle Soil's house, and, and Grandpa stayed with him. And uh, us kids was out playing, and Grandpa come out of the house, and they lived up on a hill right in the woods, really. And uh, 
he come out of the house and started up the hill, so we, we went with him. And he went back up on the hill to a rock cliff and got on his knees and prayed. And and I never will forget that. That was that was a lot to me, and that was a long time before I got saved. So we ne- we never know what uh, us following God, what impact that's going to have on somebody's life. And I guarantee you, your life has an impact on somebody. Anybody got anything? And you don't have to wonder when you when you know people are their lives are like that. You don't have to wonder how they stay so close to the Lord. I've known some people in my life, and still know some that seem like real close to the Lord all the time. Seem like they get a hold of the Lord to testify or preach or pray or whatever. Get a hold of the Lord real. It real easy. But it's because they stay close to him. It's up to me to stay close to the Lord. He's he stays he's in here and he stays right in his place. He don't leave. He said, I'll never leave you and I'll never forsake you. So if I'm where I can't get a blessing from God or can't pray, then it's my fault. I'm the one that broke the connection. So it's it's up to me to get that connection fixed. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and he shall be filled with the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb. You remember when Mary went to see Elizabeth? Mary was a, a cousin of Elizabeth's. And she went, when the angel, after the angel told her she was going to have the Christ child, she went to visit Elizabeth to tell her the news. And when she told her, the Bible said the, the babe leapt in, in her womb for joy. And uh, so God God works things out. Now, he came and John came in the spirit and the power of Elijah. And you can read that all through the book. Jesus even said in Matthew, uh, and I may not be able to quote this exactly right, but he said this, talking about John, he said, this is Elijah, if you'll have it. Something like that. I may not have quoted it exactly right. But uh, John came in the spirit and power of Elijah. And uh, 